We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey folks, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, December 7th edition of the Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast sponsored by FanDuel. Tim Heaney and I are here today to break down um, all the games in week 14, get you ready for your first round. And for most of you, most, many, whatever, first round of fantasy playoffs, right? Are you in any leagues with just a week 15, 16, Tim? Playoffs? Uh, actually, yes, I am. Uh, it's a really deep 10 team lineup league and we only go, uh, we only go 15 and 16 because, you know, we top four for a 10 teamer. I like that. So got it. Yeah, I'm in a top four one, but it's one. Of, it's a league. Um, the guys at Football Diehards did it, and I'm and oh, it's nice. it's basically a all right. First place guy gets in, then most points, then best record beyond the first one, then most points beyond those three. And I read the email and I just went, I'm just going to see how I do this weekend because I'm not going to try to rack my brain figuring out if I'm in or not. Yeah, that could be a little. Uh you know, like you said, definitely a little nerve wracking there. And I think I might have been in that league in the past. It sounds familiar. It's a good league. It's a good format. Here's the thing. There's a good prize in it. They actually incentive. It's one of those leagues because a a lot of leagues, what we do, everybody, people invite Tim and I to a bunch of leagues, right? A big, you know, boot to pour High high demand, obviously. Yes. (laughs) So people invite people in in the fantasy analyst industry invite us to leagues, but most of them are, oh, you know, we're going to put it in our magazine or on our website and, you know, we're just going to play. This one actually has a really good prize that is, you know, I think one year it was a TV. Yep, I was and, definitely in that one then. Yeah, I and, and I won one year because what happens yeah. is some people in our industry get in so many leagues. And you and I, I don't know how high demand you're in. I'm not in that high of a demand where I'm playing in 20 leagues. But people get in and they forget. And I actually remind, I'll go on Twitter and go, hey, you're playing me this week. You might not want to, you know, have uh, – have, you know, Tony Romo in your lineup or whatever. <laughs> but people forget and they're like, OK, I mean, they're missing out here, I think. Uh, I mean, I every time I, I join a league, I definitely try to just have a bookmark to that. I and I have a list going and stuff like that. I think, you know, you really have to wait if you want to join a league it, that that the, the dead lineup thing just really pisses me off. <laughs> right. I, I'm with you. And people forget. And you kind of go, well, I mean, and I'm not going to be the guy who sits there and says, oh, I hope he doesn't come back and start Robert Woods today. You know, I, I try uh, to make it fair. <laughs> try, 
Yeah. Um, you, you don't remind them either, though, do you? Sometimes or I do. do. I, I've, I've actually right. done that. Okay. So, All right. You're, you're a better sportsman than I am, then, I guess. <laughs> it depends on the person, I guess. <laughs> um, maybe, they, they, maybe they can pay us in Bitcoin now. I feel like all I read about is Bitcoin, by the way. Well, it, it, I think Chris Liss should just start a RotoWire yes. Bitcoin blog, which, 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 would, which would be actually kind of topical. So It would be very topical. Um, everybody, so all, yeah, all your leagues should pay in Bitcoin this year. All right, yes. enough of that. Uh, <laughs> so big, big news of the week, big fantasy news before we get to the game breakdown. Tight end has become a very interesting position this week because Gronk is out and Zach Ertz has a concussion and he might be out. I mean, these are two of your top three fantasy tight ends. It's yeah. huge. Um, the thing is, with Gronk, you know. With Ertz, you don't. Mm-hmm. And, and all we, we're doing this, by the way, folks, a little after 9 a.m. Eastern on Thursday morning. Um, so as of right now, all we know is Ertz is in the concussion protocol, didn't practice Wednesday. What, how are you approaching this? Who are you? Is it a Dwayne Allen? Is it someone else? I mean, I have some ideas, but I want to hear yours. Um, it really depends on the context here. I think, you know, some, some, in some leagues you might've been able to pick up a good tight end, like, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess I'll throw one out there. Austin Safarian Jenkins is also a late game against the Broncos. He might be available in a bunch of leagues. Um, you know, maybe, maybe do the Vernon Davis thing again against the Chargers. The matchup's not great, but at least it's availability there. Um, yeah, it, it's, I, I don't think I would go pick up Trey Burton. I'll say that much. I think it's a little bit risky because, you know, they might not involve him as much as they do, even though he had a decent week with Ertz uh, injured during the Seahawks game. I, I think that's what I would do is probably just kind of look look at the other four o'clock guys and see what the deal is. Uh, eight, it was eight o'clock games. You have the Ravens. Maybe Benjamin Watson's available. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go Dwayne Allen, though. I, I think it's one of those cases where they would just disperse targets uh, elsewhere in New England. You're not on the Trey Burton train. That surprises me. Yeah, it, I mean, when he's involved, he can have that good PPR game, but the Eagles this year just have so many other weapons. I don't, I don't want to rely on him for that. Okay. Um, all right, so to, to the guy you mentioned, Osferian Jenkins, 53% ownership, has a really good matchup with the Broncos. And we joked before we came, but we started recording that go figure, talking about people, a, a receiver, a pass receiver, I know he's a tight end, having, being, having a good matchup against the Broncos. Um, the Broncos, <laughs> since, since week, I've got week eight tabbed, um, the Broncos have been given up the most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Yeah, so. and Jared Cook didn't get to take advantage of that. It right. cost me a playoff position, um, so. so Trey Burton talked about Dwayne Allen. We talked about Sferian Jenkins. We talked about um, Steven Anderson. Um, Steven yeah. Anderson on the Texans last week. He's, we are far from the only people who are going to talk about Steven Anderson. If you, if you read Fantasy Football News Online, you're going to get beat over the head with Steven Anderson over the next couple of days. However yeah. – the guy is 19% owned, got 12 targets last week, five receptions, um, playing against the 49ers who have been leaky to opposing fantasy tight ends. He's a guy, you can get him if, if that's mm-hmm. one of your criteria. Yeah, it, it's, I didn't include him because it's an early game and, you know, I, I figured you're going to wait as long as possible for Ertz if he's questionable. Right. I mean, if he's, if he's definitely out, you know, go pick up Anderson. It makes, it's a logical choice. Okay. Is, is Anderson, oh, Anderson or Safarian Jenkins? I think Anderson. Yeah, me too. Barely, barely. Uh, you know, the, the matchup for Denver is great, but, you know, the Jets haven't been using ASF to the maximum degrees of, you know, yardage per catch, I guess. He's, he's been kind of, you know, getting along in PPR and he happens to score a touchdown. It's great. But Anderson, you know, kind of lines up as a wide receiver a lot of the time. So I think that's going to help him a lot. So, yeah, yeah and Anderson for me. He's not uh, – um, Jake and I were talking about him the other day. He's not a big guy. He's more of a receiver, like you say. He, he lines up as a receiver, and he's like a receiver. He's so 6'2", 230, which for a tight end is not big. He's there to catch yeah. passes. He's not there to do a lot of other stuff. Exactly, and you guys had mentioned that you know, he, wasn't, he wasn't making the, the game day roster a lot because he wasn't a blocker. So. Right. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody, we encourage you to check us out on Twitter. Tim's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at JHelpin37. Um, Twitter also, we're at Rotowire. The, uh, the news feed is at Rotowire NFL, and you can always find us on Facebook if you're not a Twitter person or even if you are. All right, we're going to go through all the games, uh, talk about news, players we're interested in, everything. Um, we will try to keep it to a reasonable time limit because we could talk all day about these games, do 10 minutes each, but you don't want to listen for three hours most likely, and that's fine. Saints-Falcons tonight. It's a good Thursday game. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Ingram did not practice Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, I read something that said he was out there in the portion open to the media yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, just, he, he's officially questionable. He made so. the trip. He's got a toe yep. injury. He made the trip, which mm-hmm. is encouraging. If they weren't going to 
if they knew they weren't going to play him, they might have left him home, which they didn't. Yeah, yeah, maybe for gamesmanship, maybe you would have brought him with you anyway. Right. Plus, but. it's like a you know twenty minute drive. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any worries about Ingram if you have him? Like if he plays tonight, you're going, oh man, is he hurt? He's hurt. What do I do? Uh, yeah, it's just it's a tough spot to be answering the question because it's Thursday night and all that stuff. But I think you have to go with him. Uh, I know he hasn't been as dynamic as as Kamara the last few weeks. Uh, but you know, even even his secondary role, you know, averages averaging six point one yards per carry at least in three of his last four games. Had six catches last time against the Panthers. I I, I think the Saints are going to want to make use of both Kamara and Ingram again on the Thursday night game against a uh, division rival. So yeah, I, I think get to roll with them as a you know maybe a low end RB two if you really want to be a little bit lower expectation on him. I, I still think Kamara is taking over this. I, I'm, I'm not the only one saying that, but um, you know limited touches, he still could do damage. Who is is Alvin Kamara the, uh, the 2017 fantasy MVP? I think he has to be. Uh, yeah. Who else at this? I mean, who who else can we really point to at this point for the value sake? Definitely. Not. Yeah, I mean, Gurley was no Gurley's been great, but he's not. Yeah. He he was the value is not there. It was decent value, right? Relative decent for top five running back or top ten running back. That that's he's a candidate, but Kamara just that that's just ROI defined this year. Yeah, that's yeah. that guy's he's he's that's ridiculous. Um, any, yeah. anybody else in this game strike you? Is this a uh, the, I mean the Julio owners? You never know what you're going to get with that guy. I mean you, you're going to get really good stuff and you're going to get explosions, but some games you're just not going to. He, he's a frustrating guy. Well, I mean, it, the big thing about this is, uh, you know, Marshawn Lattimore's availability for Julio Jones's sake. We saw Xavier Rhodes kind of step up against him with the Vikings last week. That's, you know, t- to be expected, even even though you, you think Julio's, you know, one of the guys that could actually, uh, you know, get past this sort of thing. Lattimore questionable with the ankle heading into Thursday. If he doesn't play, you know, I'll shoot Julio Jones up to a strong number one wide receiver. I think, you know, even Ken Crawley is actually not a bad uh not a bad alternative to guard him anyway. So I think he's a, he's a, he's a maybe a high end wide receiver too for me right now, just because of the cornerback matchups tough, but you know, th- there's, there's the potential for more depending on the injury report tonight, uh, heading into the game. Right. Yeah. I don't love, I don't love the, the, the over unders high here. It is 51, uh, which is, I think the highest on the board for the week. Yep. It is. Yeah. That, that that's, that's going towards the, the past versions of these guys. Yeah. I don't, cause yeah. I don't like the quarterbacks. I mean, they're okay. I mean, I kind of yeah. you look. You're like, would you play Ryan and Breeze? Oh, yeah, maybe, probably. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd play Ryan, especially if Lattimore's active. I'm yeah. not, not, a, not a fan of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Drew Breeze is not the fantasy Drew Breeze that we know and love. I mean, he's not. It's not that. I don't, it's not. I don't think it's because he can't be. I think it's because they don't need him to be. Right. Because he's they've been leading so much, and you know that that running back attack that just makes his job easier, so to speak. Yeah. So he doesn't. He doesn't keep posting the 350 plus yard games. So I think he likes it probably in real life. He doesn't, he doesn't have to keep chucking the ball and, you know, putting more wear and tear on his shoulder. But yeah, fantasy wise, you know, it's not not helping his owners that, that drafted him for that purpose. OK, um, Colts, Bills, Tyrod Taylor is uh, a maybe didn't practice Wednesday. Knee injury bothered him last week. That would change the entire complexion of this one, uh, I would think. Um the, the the bills have been, you know, we, we we talk about how the Jags have been different since the trade that where they got Darius. They've been different against the run. So have the Bills. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, on, on for the worse, certainly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a game where I I always say you know you never want to you never really want to play Frank Gore. You mm-hmm. do sometimes because he's your best option, but you don't really like it. Is this a game where yeah. you like it? He creeps into RB2 for me, a little more stronger than usual. Right. Although, I don't know. I mean, Marlon Mack could be that. I don't know how desperate you are if you're making the playoffs, but, you know, there's a there's a potential there that he could be a little bit more involved. And, you know, obviously, the, you know, the more explosive running back, you know, uh, did a little bit of damage against the Jaguars last week, who actually are struggling against the run a bit this year. And maybe Max, Mack, this brings Mack maybe more so into emergency flex duty more than it brings Frank Gore into, oh, I must start him yep. type of duty. But, you know, Gore still, in, in, you know, depending on who you have, you probably have other alternatives to Gore, which makes it a diff- an interesting decision. All right, here, here's one that I have. Mm-hmm. Gore, it's a PPR, which doesn't matter for these guys so much. Right, yeah. Gore or Jay Ajayi? <sighs> I think I'd go Gore. Just the, the, we, the safer floor on that one. Right. Because Ajayi, even though he had more snaps last week, you never, you kind of don't know how that one's going to shake out. Yeah, I mean the Rams are are weak against the run as well. 
Right. Uh, I will say that, but you never know. That could be a Legarrette Blunt game. And actually, I, th- I believe Jeff has Blunt ranked ahead of Ajayi. Okay. So. Um, the other guy I want to mention in that game, if if we're talking, if we're talking targets and snaps, and not production, sometimes I mean you, you at least have to consider it. Mm-hmm. Zay Jones has been getting a little busier. Busier, uh, not not productive, but busier. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the Corey the Corey Davis snaps and routes run increase. I know, right? Okay, <laughs> I'm just I wanted to bring it up. But yeah, it's seven seven or ten targets in each of his last four games. Right. Yeah. Some some somewhere it's going to click. We don't know where DFS it might click. Colts cornerbacks it probably sound, it's probably a good time to test it for GPP. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Um, well, if Taylor plays, if Taylor plays, that's true. That. Cowboys Giants. Um. Our boys matching up. Sean Lee back most likely. It looks that way. Sterling Shepard hurt again. Yeah, I I threw something when I saw that. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, the target upside, he'll keep missing out on if he keeps getting hurt like this. Right. Uh, And you don't want any of the other ones. I mean, the only the only pass receiver, if if Shepard's hurt, you still don't want to say, oh, well, maybe someone else gets elevated. The only one you want is Ingram. Yeah, Roger Lewis. If you if you twist your arm, but not too excitedly, you know? Man, I ain't twisting it that much. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Otherwise, here trying to see the Cowboys against the run have been lately middle of the road. Right. I mean, dark, see, terrible. It, this, what kind of spot is this for the? If you if you look at the the let's say the intangible part of the game, you try to figure that out. Sometimes <laughs> is this. Is this the Giants are a team in complete disarray, or is this an atmosphere where the crowd goes crazy for Eli and and you know it's it's kind of a goofy play? As a Cowboy fan, are you are you feeling good about this one, or are you feeling a little uneasy? Uh, it's slightly uneasy just because of memories heading into you know New York late in the season. You know, McAdoo gone, Spagnuolo seems to be more respected and seems to probably bring a better culture. Uh, maybe I'll maybe we can talk to Liz more about that eventually, but <laughs> yeah. I, I think the Giants' offensive line matching up with the Cowboys is going to be too much for them okay. to handle. Right. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence is going to be a force against that offensive line. You know, a, a full-fledged Giants team, like one with, one with Beckham, I'd be a little more worried. I just okay. don't think as, – as bad as the Cowboys' defense has been, especially if Shepard doesn't play, you know, that, that's nothing really to worry about. I think Dak goes back to being decent now with Janoris Jenkins being, you know, on IR. Um, you know, Des maybe can work against, you know, uh, Eli Apple a bit more, get more separation that way. I think it's going to be okay for the Cowboys offense. The Giants, you know, offense, it's obviously going to be planning for future seasons. So, so you're back on Dak. So Dak, it's, it went, well, I was, I was on him last week. I, I thought, I thought that was a good okay, spot. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So, no, I mean, I, I just, you know, Tyron Smith being back and, you know, the offensive line looking a little bit better. It's a big deal. I, I think it helps him. And, and Morris finally realizing – they realize, oh, the, uh, the game flow helped Morris last week. So Dak really didn't have to do much. He just got those two nice two touchdown passes. So Okay. Yeah. Um, Lions, Bucks. Uh, Matthew Stafford's the big one. He yeah. hurt his hand last week. Uh, and and we, we really – as of Thursday morning, we have no idea. This is truly going to – this sounds like it's going to drag out too. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to back him up in my, in my playoff bound leagues. So – yeah. I mean, what do you do if you if if you're sitting here and you own Tate? By the way, Abdullah limited in practice Wednesday. We don't know his status either. He's got a neck injury. He was out last week. Um, you're not mm-hmm. picking up. I mean, I hope you're not going to start someone like Tyon Jones or whoever. Um, well, hey, hey, I think you're being a little too dismissive of him. Really? <sighs> He's a zone blocking runner, one cut guy. The Lions have been doing that this year. I think last year they changed the line for it. He looks like he just has a little more burst than anyone else on the team. Even Riddick at this point. I think Riddick yeah. looks a, little, a step slower. They don't like Riddick. <sighs> That's where they, I am now. Cooter does not like Riddick. I don't think so. Um, well, they have guys that kind of duplicate him as receivers. Right. If it was going to happen for Riddick this year, I think it, was gonna, I think it should have happened already. Yes. Um, I just, I, I'm not saying you start green, but almost pick him up as a preventative measure. If, unless he, you know, unless he blow up for somebody else. Uh, I, I, wanna, I mean... It's a good it's a good keeper watch, I think, to see what goes on there. Because I think Abdullah's probably wearing out his welcome after this year. I don't see how they keep him. I don't know if the contract's an issue, whatever. But um, I don't know. I, th- I think Green seems to be a little bit more than meets the eye there. Okay. And I think a little, a little more confidence than people 
just writing him off. I think there's there's a zone fit. There's there's a scheme fit there that I think intrigues me a little bit. And 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 if Stafford doesn't play, and Abdullah doesn't play, mm-hmm. you you have a you talk about a scheme fit. There there's a role argument here too. I think so. Okay. Uh, I, I would love it if Stafford played because it's Tampa Bay. I mean that would be just incredible matchup for right. him. Right. <laughs> and if Stafford doesn't play, you, roll, you, you, you please, if you have any questions about what defense you're playing, the Bucks, the Bucks jump to the front of the line, oh, no matter sure. how bad they are sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, other side of this, Doug Martin practiced fully on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? If you this week, I, I, so I was in two leagues or I looked and the first guy picked up was Peyton Barber. Mm-hmm. Now, what, now what do you do? You gotta, you've got to kind of avoid because you don't know what's going to happen. I would think if, if you were if you were to ask me to bet, I would bet Barber gets the most carries. I don't know if he'll get all the carries. Yes, that, that's a very strong bet there. I, I watched Barber when I was watching Barber Sunday. I'm like, ah, maybe I missed the boat. He looked pretty fresh. Uh, the Bucks really haven't had that much of a punch in the run all year, and Barber gave him that. It's you know maybe a little bit different situation because Green Bay was probably not playing them to run much. So maybe that's kind of maybe they had, had had some you know light boxes to face, but yeah, I think Barber's number one out of a really messy group, and that that guess I kind of goes in line with what I said about Green a little bit. You almost pick him up just to have other people avoid cashing in with him, right? You don't want to spend all your money, maybe, but you know there there's there's fifteen plus touch potential here each week, and the Lions I think have been pretty lenient against the run, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me check that. See that too. Yeah, the, the fourth overall, fourth most points per game in standard leagues throughout the season against running backs. Yep. Okay. So th- th- there's a line for Barber as a flex play this week. That's fair. Even, that. even if Martin's active. I think Martin's fading from their plans, to be honest with you. I think Barber gives them a little bit something new. Right. Uh, you know, much younger. That, that, that's like, why not? Game. If you think yeah. Barber might be your, one of you guys, why not? I think you have to. I mean, not going to be Jack Quiz. It's not going to be Sims. Has, Sims has his pass catching role. Right. He does well on that. So Barber and Sims could be a nice pairing if you do it right next year. Um, the Lions have also been not so good against opposing quarterbacks, fantasy wise, um, or mm-hmm. you know, real life wise, too. Yeah. Um, any interest in Jameis? You know, last week we we always. I think with Jameis, in real life, there's certainly issues. Yes. With him. Fantasy-wise, he throws enough. Like, I, I think, you know, his receivers are pretty good. He can he can put up, like, this is a spot where much as you look at Jameis last week, you go, oh, he fumbled again. What a stupid mistake, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, all fair. Yeah, right. He's going to throw and probably rack up some yards. Yeah, 8.4 yards per attempt against the Packers last week. Right. Solid. Uh, great sign that he might be healthy again. Looks pretty good on some of those throws to your boy. Congratulations on that call last Cameron week, Bray. Cameron Brayton. Yeah. Did you, did you play him anywhere? Uh, DFS. I good. tried to get him in other leagues and I couldn't. Well, good. Yeah. Still paid, I would imagine it still paid off for you pretty well. It still so. did. It did okay. It paid me a little bit, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, with the Darius Slave factor, I'm not sure I would really boost Evans all that much from where he is. You know, like high end two, low end one. But I think the overall day for Jameis, like you said, like kind of like, you know, how Joe Flacco took advantage of them with tight ends last week. I think that's a similar week this time. So Jameis looks like a nice play. I think I have so. Jameis as a top 10 quarterback this week. Yeah. And partly I, I because I, the, the quarterback matchups are just miserable. Yes. It's, it's very, very much relying on a lot of faith this week. Yeah. Where you go, well, he's Russell Wilson. I have to play him. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Good uh-huh. luck. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins against the Chargers. We'll talk right. about that later. <sighs> All right. Uh, Raiders Chiefs. Uh, Amari Cooper has cleared the concussion protocol, but he did not practice Wednesday because his ankle's still bothering him. So we don't know what's going on there. Um, the Chiefs weirdness: Marcus Peters suspended. What in the world was that? Talk about a tailspin for a team! My what? goodness. <laughs> so he threw the flag in the stands, <laughs> and and he left. He. he ejected- I, I, I thought he got ejected, but no, he just left. He ejected himself. Basically, yeah. I think someone said that he ejected himself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. And like, like in basketball, when you foul somebody really hard on a, on a pickup game, that was you, you tab yourself. Yeah, I know. On Sunday, I was watching games, and I think I was, you know, I, I was watching the Panthers here. So the early games, I was red zoning and flipping and stuff like that. And I have Twitter open, and people, I, I saw a number of people say that Marcus Peters ejected himself. I'm going, <laughs> what? What's going on? What did I miss here? This is so stupid. So every, everybody, many people are saying. I love that phrase. Yeah. Um, that this is a Michael Crabtree spot. Here's my issue with that. I don't like Michael Crabtree. 
Do you? Okay. I, I like him this week, but I think it's going to be chalky. Yeah. And DFS, like as we as we like to say, I I, I think in PPR you got to you got to roll with him. Okay. Uh, you know we we talk about avoiding Marcus Peters, the, the you know buying to those receivers all year. I think Carl will be happy to get Crabtree back. I think it's another you know double digit target type of game for him. I, you know, relying on Cordell, Cordell Patterson, Seth Roberts, whatever, depending on Cooper's availability. If Cooper comes back, I think it's better for Crabtree. Right. So I'll admit that, but. Jared Cook isn't do, doing anything to really draw defenses away from anybody. So, yeah, um, I, I think it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost a lot to invest in him in DFS, I think, or at least, you know, it's not going to separate you from the pack to do so. So depends on what your situation is. And season long, I think you have to go with him. Right. Uh, I, I agree with you. I just don't – I feel like I don't love him to where other people do because of this situation. Um, by the way, sure. the other guys last week, the other Raider receivers target-wise, Holton 7, Robert 6, <laughs> Patterson 4. I don't know if that necessarily means anything, but oh, I, man, Patterson just get the ball in his hands. Guy can do some damage. Yeah, Holton, you know, deep threat. Yeah, I, I get that. Roberts, whatever. He was dependent on touchdowns when he would play. Like in past years, he hasn't done anything this year. So the, the one guy I haven't seen anything on. Um, I wanted to talk about Kareem Hunt a little bit. I'm yeah, and the Chiefs' offense in general. We should talk about too. Yeah, I mean, it, hard not to like Alex Smith here. Yeah, and, sure, yeah. Well, they, 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 the, the offensive coordinator changed. They made dividends with the deep ball last week for sure. Okay. And the so. Chiefs, if I'm seeing this correctly, it, you, you could make a case for Kareem Hunt, which we've been trying to make a case for <laughs> weeks. Yeah. But my hair up. I do not see Charkandrick West on the injury report. He's not injury reserve, is he? Uh, he, he, I don't, he didn't play last week. So. Yeah. He's not on the injury report, and before he he didn't before last week he was taken he was taking from Kareem Hunt. Uh, he was uh, personal against the Jets. He was out. Uh, personal matter. He was away, personal matter. So. My bad. I thought it was an injury. Yeah, I, I apologize. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, they, they they like using Weston passing downs. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, good thing I did, good thing I missed out on Hunt <laughs> after You're all right. that, that 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 heat in the beginning of the season. Andy Reid is an idiot. Doesn't know how to use Kareem Hunt. I mean, I don't, I don't think Hunt's the, the reason to blame here for him. I think, I, I think that's fair. Um, so. All right. 49ers, Texans. We talked about Steven Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texans have – we talked about people. The, the Texans have been bad against uh, – basically bad in the passing game, giving up tons to opposing quarterbacks, fantasy-wise. Um, mm-hmm. Since in, in the last – Six weeks, they've given up 25.6 points per game to opposing fantasy quarterbacks. That is the worst in the league. There's your, there's your Jimmy G argument. There's your Jimmy G argument, absolutely. Are you buying? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, top 15 quarterback, I could see, for okay. sure. Um, if you want to be bold with your throwaway GVP lineup, get a Jimmy, Jimmy G Marquise Goodwin stat going. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that's, a, that's the cojones stack, I'll say. Uh, All right, ready? Ready, ready, ready. I like like Jimmy G, though. Either or. Jimmy G or Case Keenum? Uh, Keenum playing the Panthers. Panthers? No, I go with Keenum. Okay. Uh, Jimmy G or Derek Carr? Uh, That's the same tier for me. That's a tougher one. I think I I go Carr, but I could really see myself going Jimmy G, depending on Cooper's status. Jimmy G or McCown? Right. And I thought I was being all bold talking about Jimmy G, and I might—I'll probably get to pick McCown too here. See, I—I want—I—I I, I like the idea of Jimmy G, and then when I ranked quarterbacks, I wound up with him at number twenty, just because of the other guys. I have a weird one in my top twenty though, which I'll tell the you about fa- later. The fancy playoffs as well, so right. You know. And I kind of looked and went, "Yeah, oh, great matchup, terrific," and he played well last week. And then, no, 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 no. Well, I think it's a fantastic Stafford alternative. You can flip them. Yeah, that's true. If, if Stafford doesn't play. But yeah, like I said, I'll get to my weird one. Anybody else in this game you, you're interested in? Uh, Lamar Miller, I dig. Um, I, you know, the, 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 the setup is great for him just for, to have a lot of touches this week. Um, the Niners are, what, third for the, on the season in standard leagues against the run, the third highest fantasy average. So okay, good. I'm rolling with Miller some, and a few DFS probably. You know who my weird guy is that I like more than Jimmy G? Kaiser. Uh, yeah, well, that, eh, that's not so weird. I, I think there's some, there's some merit to that. You think so? I'm you know, glad. Packer, Packer's secondary getting picked on. I can see it. I, I think there'll be turnovers with that. So 
you know, if you, if your league doesn't, if your league penalizes you heavy, heavily for that, maybe I'd be less so interested. But yeah, I think Kaiser and Jimmy G would be the same tier, like just below the top fifteen or whatever for me. You know, right. that sort of thing. Because Kaiser, I mean, you still got the running, which is nice. With yeah, Kaiser, and he's got the two good receivers. I mean, last week that was a tough matchup last week for them. I think they're going to yeah. win. By the way, I I could see it. Uh, the, the 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 last gas before Aaron Rodgers might come back for the for the Packers. Right. Um, Josh Gordon could be a force. So right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. So Josh Gordon. So last week. That now apparently. Yeah. That was not. I, I here's the, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I don't feel like the advice to stay away from Josh Gordon burned anybody because it's not like he no. blew up. No, it didn't. But there was a lot to like. I mean, basically, after last week, I'm going, all right, I, I need to adjust my outlook on Josh Gordon here. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey Hayward, I believe, said Gordon was the toughest guy he faced this year. I don't know how much lip service that is, but it's telling a guy like that, you know, praise for Josh Gordon, that cornerback. It's a good sign. I've ha- I, I have Gordon in a playoff league. I'm very excited. I think I, I, we knew he was talented, right? I mean, the guy led the league in receiving. He was 23 years old with a bunch of horrible quarterbacks. A lot but of quarterbacks. how much of a freak do you have to be to come back after all that time and basically walk in and make life hell for a really good cornerback? <laughs> uh, I mean, he seems motivated. I mean, th- there's the documentary on him I haven't watched yet, but, you know, it seems like I saw some clips. I'm like, all right, this guy seems like he may be getting re- serious finally. Yeah. And a serious Josh Gordon kind of scares me if I'm an opponent. So I, I hope he, I mean, I really I, for, for all I said last week about people, you know, hey, you know, you're being silly counting on him for anything. It, if I hope this guy over the final four games gets like 600 yards receiving. I really me do. Too. It'd be great. <laughs> you did, you, money, you have him. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. But I hope you picked him up and didn't listen to me because I was kind of going, yeah, come on, people. I don't know. I, I, I got wrecked last week. Um so I, I, I didn't help me anyway, but I was like, all right, it's a non-PPR league. And I'm like, this is, he's, he's perfect for non-PPR. That's what he does. So, yeah. Oh. All right. Um, Packers side of this. So the backfield. So mm-hmm. Jamal Williams had a really nice game against the, uh, what was that? The Bucks, the overtime win. Yep. Um, Aaron Jones came in because Williams was, <laughs> I guess, gassed. Comes in on the 20-yard line in overtime run. Got back. Was that his only snap of the game? I know it was his only carry. I think it was his only snap. It might have been. It was one of a few, if any. You know, it, there weren't many more than that from him. They really were preserving him. So two, two offensive snaps. Two. <laughs> so the, the the beat writer from ESPN, I think I think Mike Clay pointed it out on Twitter last night, said when healthy, Jones is the lead back. Hmm. How? What do you? That kind of. If I have Jamal Williams after last week, I was kind of happy, and now I'm a little spooked. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Williams, I, I think it's, they're still good with a tandem. Um, I think you might play, uh, you might play Jones as a flex either way here. Um, you know, the Browns have been a tough run defense this year for the most part. Um, so although, I want to cut you off. So although, you're yeah, telling me, and I'm not saying you're wrong because mm-hmm. of this, this, you know, people think Jones would be the leader if healthy. So, so this one beat writer says, and other people Covering yeah. the team probably agree. So you're sitting here saying, "All right, I could flex this guy who played two snaps last week." Yeah, it, context. He was first, first came back from injury. Okay, I, I think it's different week to week. Um, you know, the Browns have been weaker against the run recently. They gave up big games to Fournette um, and Mixon, and, and Gordon did them. You know, got them pretty good last time out. I think there's room for both here. I really do. Um, Williams, he's turned my opinion around on him. I don't think he's you know anything special, special, but. He looks pretty decisive in his runs. He's, you know, showed some power after, you know, after breaking through the line. I think he's a little bit better than I expect him to be. Uh, I don't think the Packers will ignore that. He's carried the ball 18 times, touched the ball at least, um, what, 21 times in each of the last four weeks. I don't think that they're going to just suddenly turn away from him unless the game gets really out of hand. Okay. So. Um, Bears, Bengals. Biggest news here is Joe Mixon in the concussion mm-hmm. protocol. Um, yep. Gio Bernard. Is he's forty percent owned on Yahoo? He is going to be as busy as you can imagine if Mixon is out. I, I get people have might, might have stacked rosters here, but uh, once again, how about a preventative pickup? If you're not even going to start him, if you're st- that stacked, yeah, there's a lot to like here. There's, there's a it's lot chalky, yeah, chalky, but it'll be so chalky, right? And we'll get to that in a minute on deals. Okay, anybody else? In that? I mean, the Bengals defense is your is your streamer for the week. 
Yeah, certainly. For sure, for sure. All right. Um, and they're still available. Hold on. I don't have them here. Okay. I mean, they were under 40 the other day. When e- I even, even without perfect, if he doesn't yes. go. Um, yeah. yeah, and this, this whole, I mean, because at some point they need to let Trubisky throw, you would think. So. And that, would, that should lead to more turnovers, yes. hopefully. But I don't know, unless it's to Tariq Cohen. It should be dump-offs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you all, you, we've been waiting for that. It doesn't happen enough. It should, should happen more. I but. agree. <laughs> FanDuel's fantasy football for everyday fans with new contests starting every week. No busted seasons. There's something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just $1. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. Uh, we talked about Geo. Geo is 5,100 on FanDuel. Like, he, he is going to be so highly owned if, if Mixon doesn't play. He might be the chalkiest of the chalk. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else you like here? Steven uh, Anderson? Yeah, Steven Anderson. Um, you know, I might throw Marquise Goodwin in the lineup. We'll see. Um, you know, ASF, as we talked about before. Nice little change up to Anderson if you want to deviate a little bit. Right. Um, Josh Gordon, 6,700. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not cheap anymore. It's, it's relatively no, it's, cheap. that's still pretty darn cheap. Yeah, that's good. It's hard to it, argue with that price. Right. I, that, I mean, I want to use him while this price is like this. I'll say oh, that. That's fair. Um, yeah, Goodwin, fifty seven hundred. Sammy Watkins, maybe could be a good one as well. Sixty three hundred. Yeah, for wide receiver. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a little bit of a problem for those Eagles cornerbacks, especially if Robert Woods looks like he's not going to play again this week. And like I said, Lamar Miller, I'll I'll harp on that. Sixty six hundred. Nice little, you know, it, that huge drop off after McCoy and everybody. I think it's a nice, uh, nice discount there. Right. And uh, on the quarterbacks, we've talked about Jimmy G seven thousand, Kaiser sixty four hundred. Like them both. The, Ki- uh, the, the Kaiser Corey Coleman stack is calling my name right here. Ooh, you're going, going um, against the grain. I like that. You know, huh? why not? Yeah, one out of one. Like a lot of one coverage. <laughs> that's, that's right. Over two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing on FanDuel. To take advantage of our special offer for new users, sign up today. FanDuel.com slash RW. You'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than a million dollars in cash prizes, and that's with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RW. Void where prohibited. Good luck, everybody, on FanDuel. Vikings-Panthers news is Olsen looks like he's going to play. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a great option, but it looks like he's going to play. The guy I want to ask you about here, Funchess has been a really strong, since the trade of Benjamin, Funchess has been a really strong fantasy wide receiver. Yes, I, I, own, a bunch, I own bunches of Funchess stock this year, so I how agree. Do, how do you feel about that Funchess stock going up against um, Xavier Rhodes? Oh, I, I own him in PPR, thankfully. Okay. So <laughs> I think I, I think he can get 10 in PPR. I, I don't know. I, I think he can avoid Rhodes, but I don't know. I think Rhodes... I think if they do, I think Road Shadows like you know the top guy. I, th- I think you could probably label Funch as the top guy. Yeah. If Olsen plays, I'm a little more optimistic because maybe it'll you know get a little more attention away from him. But yeah, I think he's a third wide receiver. If you really want to really want to diminish him, because Rhodes is just that good. Right. Agreed. I mean, All right. Yeah, I have Funches at number twenty, maybe. Yeah. Twenty. I mean, over the past, you know, handful of weeks, he's been a top 10. He's been yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, actually muscled through. Uh, that, that was a nice little move for the touchdown he made last week against, I believe it was Crawley. Yeah. Uh, you know, that does the that catch and then hurt his shoulder on the next play, the kickoff, and then he seemed fine. So, right. Yeah. And he had another one that he dropped, actually. Yeah, he did. So, so. all right. Yeah. Anybody else in this game? Anybody on the Vikings side? I don't like Diggs in this, but I mean, I love feeling Diggs is Diggs's volume has just dropped. Yeah, I think Rudolph's affecting him a little bit. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're right about Thielen being the safer play. Yeah, I, think I, feel, the, I have Thielen top 10, and I have Diggs probably 25th. Well, especially, you know, going against the depth of that Carolina secondary. Say what you want about the, the starting two, but, you know, if Munnerlin's going to be guarding Thielen, good luck. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's true. <laughs> um, Redskins, Chargers. You, took, you, wanted to, you mentioned Kirk Cousins. I'll let you go start with Kirk Cousins. Well, I think it's a tough spot. Um, Again, you know, I keep harping on these Chargers cornerbacks every week, but, you know, they prove me right most of the time. Right. So uh, I think it's a P. Ryan game more than a passing game, hopefully, for me. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to share of P. Ryan. I mean, the, 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 the offensive line issues are just not going away. Right. For the Redskins. Um, poor Cousins. I feel bad for him, and especially with those knuckleheads beating oh. up on him Thursday night last week. I feel bad for that. 
franchise tag. Oh, feel bad for him. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I don't feel that. You know, you know what I started thinking about the other day? Um, you know, we, we've been talking about cousins, you know, getting, getting paid this off season and, and the Jags are the team. I know the Jags are the team I keep bringing up. I'm not the only one. Um, you know, the Niners are off the table now. Right. What about the Giants? <laughs> that, that would be a nice, um, you know, middle finger to them. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it would make sense. I think they need someone like, you know, like that, like that. They like that. Maybe they like They've that. Got plenty of scouting reports on them. So, yes, I like this one. I like this idea that I came up with. I really yeah. like it. Well, Cousins, you know, he deserves it. I think he's, was it? Eight, eight point one yards per attempt last year. Eight point zero this year. Yep. Um, you know, pretty much almost along the lines of what he did last season. And the interceptions are a little bit down. Um, yeah, I, I think he's he's earning the big payday. Right. Maybe not. Maybe not in the totality of everything. Maybe just relatively to his position. I think he's getting one just because the market's so thin. But you know, in comparison, he does, he does deserve a nice payday from somebody. I'll right. Say that. Um, the Chargers haven't been. They've been good, but not dominant against opposing quarterbacks. I mean, the pass rush is terrifying. Right. Um, I mean, I don't. I'll, I I think Cousins can. I, I don't think Cousins is kind of a must avoid kind of setup. All right. I mean, sometimes with these, it's like the quarterback is okay, but the specific wide receivers are not okay. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of, I guess it's, that's the delineation you have to make. Fine. Char- the chargers have given up. Well, the chargers have actually been like what? 10th against receivers. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's not great. It, it's the personnel good. Is, the personnel is badass. Yes. I'm really surprised at that. And, and the, 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 the combination of the Chargers pass rush and the Reds and the Redskins offensive line issues, it, it seems to be bad. Right. So, so I mean, you still like Crowder though. I think you have to, yeah. the best play of the receivers is Crowder. Oh yeah. Let's slot, slot wide out, better matchup. Right. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll go with that. Um, and Keenan, Al- Keenan Allen's a superstar. Well, he's letting him work out of the slot more. I don't know why they weren't. Right. I think it, there was an increase the last few weeks, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm good at this." So, <laughs> did you read what, there was comments from Rivers last week about him? Yeah, well, yeah, I heard. I, I read them, and I heard what you guys said about it on yeah. Monday, I believe. So, yeah, I, when healthy, Keenan Allen is the ultimate when healthy. When healthy, fantasy. I know. So, capital W, capital H, when healthy. <laughs> and I, I think Josh Norman is not. He's not going to follow Allen. He doesn't follow the slot. So no. I don't know. He shouldn't be that worried about it. But do do you have to? I mean, I, I don't know. This this is this is not football X and O analysis, but don't you have to make an adjustment somehow with your best corner and, you should. and, a, and a receiver who is so head and shoulders uh, above his teammates? You should, but you know, Washington's coaching, you know, I question the adjustments they can make on such things. All right. um, and you know, Norman likes his side most of the time. So gotta, gotta go where he's comfortable. Jets Broncos. Uh, the Jet, who would who would have guessed that we'd be saying, you know, yes, play Josh McCown and Jermaine Curse and Robbie Anderson. <laughs> well, that's a bold statement if you're doing the same team. But, but I mean, how do you sit? <laughs> how do you sit them? How do you sit any of them in in most cases? Is what I'd say. No, you're right. Um, you know, the keep to leap factor is going to make things interesting here. Right. Um, to probably going to be on. Uh, Anderson, I think. I think it's the same side. Anderson's a, you know, a flanker, I guess. And I, um, yeah, I think it might be more of a curse game. Anderson will get his, but I think curse might do more if he gets, you know, he'll, he'll get the PPR type game, I think. Okay. And the yeah. Broncos have been, where are they lately? Actually against opposing wide receivers last month, so not bad. Actually still, still statistically above average. Yeah, so... I- They've had they've had some um, stronger opponents recently too. That I mean, the Eagles have gotten to them. That's you know not going to surprise anybody if that happens. Right. Um, let's see. They, they, they've had you know they, they've had they've had some matchups that can skew those stats. New England they face, so that's gonna that's gonna kill anybody. Actually, Philadelphia and New England in back to back weeks. So that's <laughs> that'll yeah, get to you. That'll get to you. Is right. Um, <laughs> go go figure. Jermaine Curse, wide receiver twenty two on the season in PPR. Yeah, and he's had what twenty one targets the last two weeks. Yeah, that's got, that's got to be among the leaders. I would right. think he's getting thrown to a lot right now. Yeah, yeah so let me let me double check the the leaderboard for him. He's probably up there. Uh, no, actually, no. Oh, he's 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 um sixth among wide receivers in the last two weeks in targets. Okay, that's pretty 21. good. It's good. Yeah, 
And uh, Anderson's actually fifth, 22. So. Wow. There you go. Other <laughs> side of this one, um, we talked the other day about how Devontae Booker well, – I'm not writing off Devontae Booker yet. I'm not playing him this week for sure, but I'm not writing oh. him off yet because he was sick. It's not, I think he was sick the other day. Yeah, there's something else going on there. I mean, C.J. Anderson – you know, I, I like how you and Derek were playing. Let's find CJ Anderson a team <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago. I remember that. I'm like, yeah, he needs someone new. I know he he needs 15 plus touches to work, and he looked good against uh, against Miami. You know, Dolphins are an easy team to take advantage of, but right. I don't know. Booker uh, Booker and Anderson tandem. Why is Jamal Charles still there? I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, uh, what are you going to do? You got to find someone's got to play. Someone's got to be on the team, right? Yeah, I, I guess. mean, it's not like they're using him a lot. Yeah. Um, what's the other one I wanted to do here? Um, the, so the jets have been, let's see. Jets are great. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. I think. So, yeah. so do, do you want to go, to go back on the Bronco receivers? I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't go on, you know, Trevor Simeon as quarterback. I'd go on Sanders and, um, Sanders and Thomas again. You would. I, I think it's a great matchup for them as well. Yeah. So. It's pretty solid. So yeah, don't forget about Sanders. Cause I start, I was doing my rankings and I'm going, Oh yeah, I have Sanders way too low. Yeah, and they're at home, so it should be a little better. Right. So, all right. Titans, Cardinals. Um, Marcus Mariota. My God. <laughs> no, this this is the one. I, you know, I, and I have the, the I'm like a uh, I, I I beating a dead horse here on the Titans, and I don't like them that much. They're going to lose this game. If they win um, this one, maybe yeah, maybe it. they'll sell me a little more. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, you know, the team gave the Jaguars some trouble. Better quarterback play in this one, though, so that might actually be able to take more advantage of the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, it's a good good matchup for a competent quarterback. All we'll right. see. You think, see what happens yeah. there. Um, yeah. Here, the so last week, um, I think Derek and I talked about this. You you if you were box score watching, you would you would be tempted to think that Derrick Henry it was another Derrick Henry over Murray game, and it really wasn't. Mm-mm. So. Yep, Henry in his closer role happens to spring a touchdown. Doesn't change other outlooks for things. What a bad beat on the cover there, by the way. Oh, absolutely. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so terrible with Henry score because I, I literally turned it off. I watched it. I saw Savage throw the interception with about a minute and 10 left in the end zone. It was 17-13, and I turned it off. Uh, and I had actually picked the Texans to cover. Oh, and man. Later on, I saw the score. I'm going, you know, what? Wait, what happened? How did that happen? Like, they had the ball. <laughs> Weren't they kneeling? But no, they had nope. two timeouts. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, you, you, you got Walker and you got Matthews bent up as well again. So Okay. And you got That's Adrian it. Peterson did not practice Wednesday. Oh, the Curran Williams show, huh? I know. <laughs> he ran well. I mean, see, would they actually call plays for him, you know, consistently? I don't want to think there's anything great there for long term, but, you know, another one of those preventative pickups maybe. Right. <laughs> so nobody else gets him. Right. I don't know. It's uh, – I, I I mean I picked up Foster in one week. I'm like, hey, maybe there's something here. No, no, not even close. They go back to the gimmick guy and actually use him as a feature back. Right. Um, I mean, otherwise here, I mean the, the Titan. I mean it's the usual. It's Walker and the two running backs and the Cardinals. It's Fitz and, and you're not the doing ball. the Ricky Seals Jones thing, right? I don't think you can. No. In the play, in the playoffs, you if you're in a position with that in the playoffs, you're in a really bad spot. Exactly. You can find so. better streamers than Ricky Seals Jones. Yep. Because again. Yeah. Even though last week he wasn't terrible, he again played less than 20 snaps. I'd rather have Jason Witten than Ricky Seals Jones. Agreed 100%. So. Um, all right. Eagles, Rams, good game. Yeah. Um, really good game. And, and the, the, the yeah. interesting thing about this one for me, it, for, for real football purposes, is that two weeks ago, or, okay, better than this. Less, this is Thursday. Five days ago, we were all kind of crowning the Eagles. And the Eagles could could go home from this game, not having a first round buy in hand mm-hmm. anymore. Like, like literally being on their way to to being out of the top two. Well, yeah, I mean, crowning the Eagles, I might I might have been a little guilty of that. Uh, the schedule, when you look at it, is pretty was pretty thin for a while. Uh, they took advantage of some nice matchups. Um, you know, Niners, Broncos, a weekend Cowboys, and the Bears four straight weeks. <laughs> That's a pretty good setup, right? Um, Seahawks is a wake up call. I think, I don't think it was as bad a loss as many people say it to be. No. Um, still, still, you know, going into Seattle is tough for anybody. And the, you know, and Wentz, if Wentz didn't fumble going into the end zone on that play, which was a tough one, it's a different game. Absolutely different game. So, and I'm not beating up on the Eagles saying, you know, Hey, we're crowning, you know, we we crowned them and now look, 
like you said, the schedule's real. I mean, this is hard. These are two really hard games. Yeah. And since there's more parity, that's really, you know, we wanted to have the one guy, I guess. But yeah, um, the, the big test games for the Rams as well, right. uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, against the, the, the Rams defense is one they could take advantage of, I think, especially if Alec Ogletree isn't playing. Right. So. Do you want the uh, aside that I talked about the other day with, I think, Derek, what, what's your interest level in seeing a home Super Bowl for the Vikings? Just for the story of it. I think it'd be fun to watch people hate on it. Yeah. Um, even though there's no way you can control that. Right. There's no way you can plan that. I mean, there is, you know, you, you know what I mean? There is, but I don't know. It's it, Minnesota was not a team people were expecting to go in there. So, you know, now it's like, oh, they happened to improve enough to make it. And now <laughs> it's going to be, you know, conspiracy theory or whatever. But right. it's fun. It'll be fun. Um the stadium looks beautiful. I would like to go there one day. I don't like to go to many. I like to go to many football stadiums because there's not really anything unique about most of them. Yeah. Uh, but that one looks pretty sweet. So did you see what Dan Quinn said the other day, by the way, related no. topic? What did he say? So Dan Quinn, they were asking about playing this game at home uh, tonight against the Saints. And Dan Quinn basically said that he, he was talking about how the fans needed to get rowdy. And he said, I, he said, I think people are distracted by the new stadium. <laughs> he said like people because they get up and they walk around. And this wasn't all he, he was basically saying, we got to, st- you know, we got to stop using coasters. <laughs> like uh, it's like you go to someone's uh, house and you use it a coaster because uh, you don't want to mess it up because it's brand new. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we got to stop I, doing that. I thought it was a great line. Oh, that's awesome. I, I think the Cowboys suffered from that when they opened Jerry World. Maybe. So, yeah. But like back, you know, when it first opened, I was like, it's quiet in there. What the yeah. hell? You know, yeah, New Yankee Stadium is the same way. It was, was the same way for a while. I don't I, I only went there once and it was probably 2008 or nine. And I did yeah. the nine. I didn't like it. It opened in 2009, so it must have been that. Yeah. But it's very antiseptic, like yes. very sterile. Uh, but the recent teams have gotten the people excited. So I, f- I felt like the field was an afterthought. Yeah, a lot of the times it is. It's it a lot so, of luxury, luxury it, sweet stuff. It was, and and the, it's one of those things. I mean, it's typical of new stadiums because you want to make it more spacious. The footprint is bigger. Because right. It's like when I went to. I've told this story. I don't know if I told it to you. When I went to the new Giant Stadium, my life, um, and my dad, who you know, season ticket holder forever and ever. And our t- my season tickets, when I had them for the Giants, were, were corner of the upper deck, probably 10 rows from the top. Mm-hmm. And in the old stadium, I felt like I liked them. I like being upstairs at a football game because you can see the plays develop better. Yep. And we sat there for the first game of the new stadium. And my dad leans over to me in the second quarter and goes, can you see anybody's number down there? I said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, upper season at MetLife suck. It's too big. They're, they're bad. Yeah. Well, it, it sprawls out too wide, I think, more so. Yes, also. I agree. So I, I, I've seen Springsteen there three times. It's great when you're up there for that. But when you need to see like numbers of players, like you said, I could definitely you need binoculars. You, you, so. you know, you know, you're becoming a middle aged sports writer when you can start counting how many Springsteen shows you've seen. <laughs> so. Too many to count in this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Eagles, you know, it's just it's going to be a big test game for these two again. Yeah. You know. What about uh, uh, Rams side? We talked about Watkins. Um, Cup's a decent play, I guess. Uh, yeah, I golf. Think so. I, yeah. Do you want to play golf? Uh, yeah, I think I do most of the time. Uh, Jeff has him ranked fourth. I don't know if I'd go that high. Fourth. Um, but Holy. yeah, I, I think I'd go top twelve for golf. I have him fifteenth. I, I, I put him ahead of Cousins. I put him ahead of maybe Jameis for the safety factor. Maybe Matt Ryan, I'd even put him ahead of, especially if Lattimore plays tonight. Right. You know, it's. It, uh, I think there's a little bit more security to golf than than most people that I just mentioned there. So, right. yeah, I, I, they could survive Woods. I think his absence, even though he's been good, I think Cup can take over that role. A lot he has been had a nice little, nice little increase. Uh, your boy Josh Reynolds, even you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> serves so, so real life purpose, if not fantasy purpose. But no kidding, I hate Josh Reynolds. Gerald, right Gerald Everett, man. <laughs> man. Uh, he, he could be an amazing tight end if they involve him more for fantasy. I think you're right. But they like Higby. Yeah, they like do the, seem they like, like Higby. The it's, it, it's the Braid Howard situation all over again. <laughs> Seahawks, Jags. Um, the over under here is 40. This is uh, this is a bad spot. for for If I own Russell Wilson, I would hate this. Absolutely hate it. Yeah, but he's Russell Wilson. I know. Yeah, like you said, you'd be like, Ugh, you know, it's one of those games where, and then he'll be like, you know, he'll scramble for a touchdown. I'm like, oh, it's all, it's all good. Okay. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Jacksonville, it's, you know, can't 
not much worse of pass matchup you can get there. Um, so. Mike, what's your level of interest in playing Mike Davis after what you saw last week? I, I, actually, one of my one one of my playoff teams, I have Mike Davis going in as a starter this week. Whoa! I, I I've been playing like second running back games in a PPR league all year. Um, I'm probably starting Davis and Bernard and Fournette this week. So I actually feel very flush this week for once. Okay. So I'm actually very excited about that. Um, Davis, you know, you gotta, you gotta take into account that the, the one big rushing play was the lateral. That was questionable. Right. He got credit for the yards. Okay. Uh, but he still looked like a good feature back. He still looked like someone better than Seattle's had all year. Maybe besides Chris Carson. Right. He passed the eye <laughs> test. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's power there. There's a little bit of elusiveness when you need him to be. Um, yeah, I, I think I like him more than Barbara. I like him more than uh, who are the other ones you're talking about uh, earlier in the podcast. Just the other big pickups at running back. Um, um, the pickups, Geo. Well, Geo, that's different. I, same level. Yeah, okay. I like them both. Uh, yeah, but I think Davis over Barbara. I think there's more longevity there. There's more guaranteed longevity. I think. And over Kerwin Williams, definitely. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the, on the other side of this one, um, I mean, Fortnite's oh, obvious. Yeah. Marquise Lee. Yeah. Basically, I, I think the, the advice on Marquise Lee is don't don't be distracted by the by the guys with the Seahawks jerseys because they're not your usual Seahawks defensive backs. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, did, didn't work as well for, uh, I guess, Alshon Jeffrey last week. But I think Lee's in a better position to hog targets. Right. Nothing else. Um, you know, just hopefully he gets, you know, he, he, he sat out Wednesday with the knee. You know, hope he comes back. I think they've been managing him a little bit carefully, so I'm not worried about it just yet. But, you know, that's a dynamic possible play last week last week he just kind of tore up the Colts which was nice to see <coughs> so yeah wide receiver three for me if he's healthy um also not that scared of Doug Baldwin because of the Jaguars cornerback so he'll manage to get his points otherwise for the other side of this okay. as well interesting so, all yeah. right um slot, slot against you know I know are they gonna follow him I don't know I don't know if Ramsey or Boye follow much but, but I don't either um Raven Steelers mm-hmm. um the Steelers we we like the Steelers at home. This the Steelers are going to be the Steelers are shorthanded. I mean, Shazier's out, and you know Hayden's been out for a while. Like, they they've been getting right. leakier against uh, in the in, on pass defense. They but, have, yeah. but it's Joe Flacco, who's not been who's been better lately. The, not horrible. This, yeah, right. Um, this does look like a great spot even without Shazier, though. Um, There's right. a good defensive line he's going up against. Um, you know, Mike Wallace might be a factor here, depending if he, if he lies up away from Burns. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's yeah, you're, you're not nowhere near trusting Flacco in this one. All right, Flacco. Uh, the last four games: two sixty one, one eighty three, one forty one, two sixty nine. So yeah. not maybe not so much better. Better than he was in the beginning, which was terrible. I think the offense looks a little bit more streamlined, though. Yeah. Say that. Um, Collins, you still okay playing Collins? Like comfortable with it? Yeah, low low RB two still. You know, we we said we like him on this podcast a couple times this year. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh against the run looked pretty. And like you said, without Shazier, it's a pretty good situation for Collins. Yep. On no, the, uh, maybe, maybe more Woodhead because it's a uh, more passing attempts. Nah, who knows? I'm, I'm not playing that guy. I'm never playing that guy anymore. I, I don't think he's worth playing. I think more so taking away from Collins, if anything. But fair enough. Um, other side of this one, I mean, your usuals. I mean, you know, your I, Bell and Brown is fine. Yeah. Juju out. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Smith also could probably like be out though for the Ravens. Okay, so. that's good. So, so that that helps you with so, the, that helps the Ben owners. Brown should feast, I would think. Got it. But, and the Roethlisberger, yeah. I still have him inside the top twelve for this one. You um, still do or still don't? I still do. Not by yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think he edges into that. All right. Yeah. Um, Martavis, any interest? Mild. Uh, mm. D- DFS maybe. Right. Um, yeah, he's outside the top forty for me. So. Well, you know, they, 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 they fold in Rodgers also. You know, he'll, he'll take some of those juju things left over, which, you know, he shouldn't have been suspended in the first place. But, you know, right. we'll see. Oh, I, think, right. I think that was more of like just a, <clears throat> a um, you know, just trying to warn everybody to stop with this garbage of the Bengals-Steelers games. Probably just like to trying to be a deterrent. Probably true. Future stuff, yeah, which I thought I, a, yeah. I thought a penalty was sufficient. Yeah. Uh, maybe the ejection could have been, you know, the ejection should have been fine. That would have. Negate the suspension need, I think. So, right. the refing has been weird, man. They 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 pick weird spots to not eject people. I, I agree. It is it's inconsistent. I mean, people have been playing, complaining this week about how inconsistent it is, and they're right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Pat's Dolphins is Monday night. 
Um, we're still on the Kenyon Drake train for the Dolphins, right? I think you have to be. Um, volume alone. And, you know, finally getting some of that explosiveness with football skill to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, you're looking like an actual running back now, which is nice. It's nice. Um, yeah. What do we got here? So implied yeah. point total for the Pats, 29.25. <laughs> That's high. <laughs> yeah, it's justified high, though. I, I agree. Even, even without clock, I, they'll, they'll survive without him. Um. I just want to actually check one injury. I do not see anything about Damian Williams this week. That's the one guy I would like to look at right. after yep. the podcast is over. I apologize, what, folks. I'm not questionable, questionable shoulder. Um, hang on. I'm, I'm pulling up his page for a second. My internet's slow. I have it too. Did, it doesn't uh, sound anything. Gase didn't sound optimistic about chance of returning to practice this week, and that was uh, Monday, December 4th. So looking pretty likely he won't play. Okay. The the other side here, and by the way, Devontae Parker's dead to us. Kenny Kenny Stills has clearly overtaken Devontae Parker. Yep, that's correct. On, on the Dolphins, uh, you know, um, totem pole. Yeah. So, um, the other side of this one with Gronk out. So we talked about Dwayne Allen, but we don't really like Dwayne Allen. It seemed, at least in week five when Gronk was out, the beneficiary was Danny Amendola. Yeah, I think that that should be your plan this time too to, right. to look at that i would More be in a ppr yeah. league i would be in a playoff game this week i would be fine starting danny amandola no no hesitation yeah well some hesitation depending on where you're at but if you're really desperate i could see it um more rex burkhead probably going to happen again you know yeah. he's you know i'm bitter i didn't own him anywhere but you know i'm glad they're involving him because it makes sense to involve him it's it's just, it's a good football decision to involve him over some of those other guys. Lewis and Burkhead has a nice tandem to yep. do it right. So. I agree. Um, yeah, like I have Amendola and Pe- I have him ranked ahead of Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders. Really? Yep. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if I would do Diggs, but I can see Sanders for PPR. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Got to big, go big or go home when you're when you're doing playoff rankings. So <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah, I just like that fit. So so the the uh, yeah, but but the Dwayne Allen hype should die. I yeah, uh, uh, that's fine. I'm with you on that. There, there's yeah. not. I mean, it could happen, but there's not logical reason to think it's going to happen. There are so many better tight ends if you're in season long, especially yep. to play. Um, so. But Amendola back to where he's so week five, eight for seventy seven on eight targets. Yep. When Gronk was out. Yeah, and so. this 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 Dolphin secondary is atrocious. So agreed. Yeah, folks, listeners to our podcast get a free ten day RotoWire trial. RotoWire.com slash pod. No credit card required. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now. RotoWire.com slash pod. Uh, Tim, what are, what are we doing to help people get ready for their fantasy playoffs? Uh, well, you, you know, you guys should always check out the um, all, all the content going up this week for you know RotoWire. We already have the the rankings are up from from Jeff Erickson. We have. All our, our slew of blogs, Mario's film reviews, you know, I'm going to be reading that after this pause is done probably. Me um, too. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, we're going to have a Facebook chat live tonight with John McKechnie uh, before tonight's huge game. A lot of, lot of lab decisions to make from that game, I think. So it's one you want to tune in for at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. I'll be doing Sunday at noon Eastern, you know, right our kickoff down to the wire show, which, you know, I like to get some branding on that. But, uh, yeah, um, fun times this weekend. Uh, should be a fun one tonight to kind of kick off the very important uh, weekend of games. And, yeah, otherwise going to be sneaking in some baseball work here and there. You know, I know, I know our people love to hear about that. Yes. <laughs> Um, but you know, you can tweet at me if you guys want to talk more baseball and stuff like that or whatever. And, you know, I'll be staying, staying behind the scenes for a little bit more next couple months until productions are ready. My productions are ready and stuff like that. So gotcha. Uh, Baseball, it's baseball. It's baseball off season. We're ready. Aaron, Aaron Boone. What do you think of Aaron Boone? Um, I, I think what he showed on Sunday night baseball as an announcer, I was somewhat encouraged by, I think maybe he had to learn a little bit more because Jessica Mendoza is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and what she does, maybe he, maybe it made him get into it a little bit more. I, I think Cashman has a reason for everything. So I'm yeah. going to trust him. He, he's, he's been very trustworthy these last few years. So I'm like, all right, if they have a plan and Aaron Boone's the guy, I'm going to give it a shot for at least a couple of years. So we'll uh, yeah, I, I have no huge problems with it. I was kind of, not that, you know, I have any idea what kind of manager either one will be. You, yeah, you can't. Uh, I was hoping for Bam Bam. It would have been great. I, I, I think they should have brought him on somehow either way. Right. I don't, know, I don't know if he, they did, but he, he could have been a great coach. And, you know, he, he speaks like, what, four or five languages, something yeah. crazy like that. That'd really be great for Yankees dugout. Right. I mean. did, did I tell you the story about the guy in my uh, my longtime AL Keeper League? My my home mm-hmm. fantasy league, this is we, we just finished our 30th year. And um, oh. in 1992 That's... or three, 
someone traded Frank Thomas straight up for Bam Bam. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know what? Batting practice power. That, that might be a good trade. If you're counting batting practice home runs, we never um, let this guy forget it. Never. No, nor should you. No. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. We look back. It's amazing. Like that's what we never forget. Cause the next year, Frank Thomas became Frank Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm so glad everybody shut off, shut off the podcast already. They didn't hear that story. So. Oh, come on. We got it. You can't <laughs> shut it off. We got we to gotta thank FanDuel again, everybody, for sponsoring. Um, folks, again, leave us the reviews and ratings. You've been doing it a lot, and we appreciate it. Um, and Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney. If you got baseball or football questions, I'm at jhelpin 37 You can also catch us at Rotowire. Um, thanks for listening to this edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. We'll be back on Friday. Derek and I will be here wrapping up the news before you get into the rest of week 14. So come on back and check it out. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.